0: Hello and welcome to The Chronic Glow Show. I'm your host Amy and I'm a mindset coach and mentor for women with chronic illness who are ready to reclaim their power, feel confident and live life with freedom and flow. I am so grateful that you chose to listen to this episode today so let's dive straight in. welcome back to another episode of the Chronic Glow Show. Today I am interviewing Charlotte who is currently in her 31st week of pregnancy I think. Um, By the time you all hear this she'll be much later but that's okay and she's coming on to tell us all about her experience with pregnancy and chronic illness which is not something I've had on the podcast before something that I'm very interested in and I know a lot of you will be as well those of you who are planning pregnancies or are currently pregnant and it's always a concern when you've got chronic illness as well so Charlotte would you like to introduce yourself
1: yes so hi everyone um so um as you always kind of briefly covered I am in my third trimester of pregnancy um, and i suffer from uh, various chronic illnesses so i have uh, pcos um hypermobility syndrome fibromyalgia and cdxs um, and uh, kind of conceiving uh, was a miracle uh, for me um and i just wanted to um yeah kind of spread the message of of what it's like to be pregnant with with chronic illnesses as like amy said it's it's not something that's covered uh, or certainly what I've not seen on, on social media, it's talked about a lot.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think um, with social media, I follow quite a few people who've been pregnant mm. over the last year. I feel mm. like 2021 has been the year of pregnancies. <laughs> 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 um, and it's amazing that watching them go through the journeys mm. and, you know, they're loving it and they're glowing and they love every yeah. week and they can't get enough of it. Whereas when I've been watching your stories, obviously mm. there have been the highlights, but you you have also been sharing the reality of it mm-hmm. with chronic illness and I, that's one of the reasons why yeah. I wanted to get you on here. So yeah. yeah, could you tell me just a little bit more about your journey with um sort of chronic illness yeah. and the pregnancy starting yeah. from the beginning?
1: Yeah, so um so I was so as I think a lot of people will relate to this uh when you're diagnosed with chronic illnesses it takes quite a long time. Uh it is not something that happens overnight so Um, The chronic illnesses I just listed took 10 years to diagnose. Um, And over that course of time, um, I was told countless times um, that I would have trouble conceiving um, due to uh, my PCOS. Um, I was told when I was 16, I had uh, cysts on my ovaries and that was never associated with PCOS. I didn't know what PCOS was at that age. Um, and then last year after I had a laparoscopy, they, they diagnosed me with a P2S and um, I was told I would need medication and I've got a, a history of uh, an eating disorder, which meant I kind of lost my uh, period for, you know, six, seven years, which of course uh, would affect fertility. And um, so as I was getting more diagnosis with my chronic illnesses um, in the past couple of years with my fibromyalgia and um, things like that obviously, as you said at the beginning, you, you wonder how you're going to, if you can get pregnant and um, you know, how you're going to cope during pregnancy. So when I found out I was pregnant, uh, was it Valentine's Day? Actually, I found out I was pregnant. Um, it was a complete and utter kind of um, shock because um, you know, I, I didn't think it would happen. Um, and from that point, um, you know, I began researching kind of, Oh no, what's, what's going to happen with my symptoms and things like that. And, um, so over this kind of course of my pregnancy, um, in the beginning, in the first trimester, um, was a lot of fatigue. Now, obviously with a lot of chronic illnesses, fatigue, you know, comes with the territory. Um, but this was kind of that times 10, um, you know, I kind of couldn't get out of bed um you know, along with the normal pregnancy symptoms of nausea um and kind of uh food aversions, fatigue was the biggest uh kind of silent killer, if you like, you know, it was it was it was hard. Um and at that point my fibro was kind of at kind of normal levels as it normally is. Um and kind of throughout my second and certainly now in my third trimester, as obviously babies growing. Uh, is actually putting obviously more weight on my joints and things like that, and I found my fibro to have definitely flared up more. You know, um, my muscles are hurting more, um, and this isn't to kind of come across as a negative, uh, you know, a, a opinion of of pregnancy and chronic illness. I just want to, I just, you know, it's the reality, isn't it, really, of of, of having it? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I
0: think this is what we need. This this mm, is the conversation that yeah. needs to be had because. Mm whilst you might have chronic illness and you might want to get pregnant and i think there's a lot of there's a big narrative and you might have had it from doctors and seen it Mm. this big thing where doctors seem to tell you like oh if you get pregnant a lot of your symptoms will
1: disappear yes Yes, and it's not necessarily the truth no that is a hundred i'm so glad you brought that up because um when i first got pregnant the first question i asked my midwife was you know how will it affect this that and the other and you know my doctors and things, and they were kind of like, "Oh, you know you you know my, your fiber you 're probably actually fine, but we'll get better, you know, um and you 'll have less pain and i was like i haven 't really <laughs> that 's not really the case you know uh, for me anyway, and as you said it it's it's definitely a common uh thing and um as i whilst I was pregnant, actually, I was diagnosed with hypermobility um, and again, um the um, specialist told me that again, it would get better you know, and, uh, it hasn't. Um, and, uh, one kind of new development during pregnancy for me has been a pelvic, pelvic girdle pain, which I know is quite a common thing in pregnancy, but the pub mobility, uh, because your joints are already loose, um, it means that your pelvis, you know, uh, is more unstable. Um, and that and back pain, um, it has definitely increased. And, that's what's concerning is when doctors tell you oh it gets better because I think then people go into pregnancy to have chronic illnesses with a a misconception that actually everything Mm. will be fine and it may be definitely but you know also you want to equip people that are going into it with the knowledge that actually it could you know you you may have uh, a hard time
0: Mm, definitely i mean i've been told even just this year that um because i i've got pcos as well possible endometriosis which i know you've spoken about as well and there is this like oh get pregnant it'll like reset your hormones and you'll be able to you know crack on and you'll be fine and and while that's all very well and while that might happen for some people Mm. it's not the norm and i think it's dangerous to Mm have this story of yeah. getting pregnant magically cures your chronic illness yeah, because absolutely. it's just not no real, it's, just, is it's,
1: it? not, it's not it's really not and you know um like when you before i got pregnant um as i said you know a lot of people are kind of like oh so how would i how would i deal with this how would i deal with that and you know uh obviously you have to kind of take it as it comes but you know, it has been hard and a lot of people who kind of my friends and family and and things like that. And as you said, I've put on my Instagram, have asked me how I am. And it's very hard to um, explain to obviously people that haven't got a chronic illness what it's like. Um, Because on one hand, you're really, you're overjoyed, you're having a baby, but you're also in a lot of pain and you're tired and you're experiencing all these flare-ups. And you want to be honest, but you don't want to come across as, you know, oh, negative Nancy, you know, kind of taking it for granted. And, you know, I'm I'm definitely not taking it for granted, but um, it's hard. And all the the kind of, um, when you talk to your midwife and things like that, um, you know, because you haven't got kind of a a specialist, I guess, in terms of, you know, um, knowing your chronic illness very well, they can kind of give a generic overview. Of of what is going to happen. For example, when I was diagnosed with hypermobility, I asked my midwife, "Does that increase X, Y, and Z?" Because I've you I know mean, researched as everyone does, and um, you know she said, you know that that won't increase kind of like an early labour or uh, any other kind of um, potential risk. Um, but it because you because there isn't so much information about how to deal with it in pregnancy. I think your mind wanders, doesn't it? And, and you research and you Google and and you start to then overthink everything and it really puts you off having a child.
0: Mm, absolutely. And I think this is, this is one of the things that women who are in similar positions, mm. it's having access to all the information so mm. you can make an informed decision absolutely. rather than Making, I mean, I was told a couple of years ago I would start trying to get pregnant quickly. I was only 23, I wasn't even living with my partner at that point, Mm. and let alone settle down and in the position to have a baby. Yet, because of my chronic illnesses, it was something that I was almost being like hurried to do. And I think women need to be exposed to much broader amount of information Mm. because one thing does not apply. To everybody, yes, absolutely, they need
1: to be able to make those informed decisions. Yes, absolutely. Because I had, when I was sixteen, and I told I had cysts on my ovaries. The woman at the time told me, you know, you'll have no trouble conceiving. I was like, well, that's definitely not in my future at sixteen. Um, but when I had my laparoscopy and I saw um, a gynecologist, la- uh, twenty nineteen, and they told me, um, you know, you'll have no trouble conceiving a child uh, if you take you know, medication. Um, and I think for a lot of people, um, pregnancy obviously is planned, but on the, you know, there's also the majority that it's, it's not. Um, and the whole process was kind of, for me and my husband was kind of, um, twisted because, you know, you kind of one day hope you just take a pregnancy test and for me anyway, and I was like, Oh, you know, be pregnant. But I think with chronic illnesses and, and certainly, you know, in our positions, you have to you know, it's almost like a a strategic kind of step-by-step, you know, Google comes spreadsheet of, you know, right, we have to do this, this, and it takes that kind of, um, joy out of it in a way, because, Mm. you know, and this is why I'm, you know, I'm so grateful for falling pregnant, um, and obviously defying the odds of what I've been told, but when you're told you, you will need help and when you're told you need medication or intervention, um, you know, it's a very daunting prospect. And like you said, I mean, that was what, well, I was 20, 24 then. Um, and, and you feel this like immediate pressure, which shouldn't happen. You know, women shouldn't be pressured into having children or uh, pressured into when they should have children. Um But but you do, um because it, you're not kind of, you know, just able to conceive naturally.
0: Mm. And the thing is, is there might be women out there with chronic that no. have actually made the decision, I don't want... Yeah children or i don't want a baby i don't want um to carry my own child Mm. i don't want a pregnancy you know there's lots of i mean especially nowadays there's so many different ways to be able to have children in your life
1: absolutely fine you know and
0: and i think those options should also be available but there is a stigma around it isn't there Mm,
1: absolutely There, there really is you know um and i think there's kind of and also like these assumptions when you know for example, I've had people now I'm I've not had my first baby yet and people are going, Oh, so when you're gonna have number two, you know, uh, you know, and it's kind of like there's this automatic thing like for women, oh so you're gonna have a child, you know, um, and actually there are people that don't want children, <laughs> uh, which as you said, you know, uh it's is is absolutely fine. You women shouldn't be pressured into having children, but certainly when you have a chronic illness, it's there's more to think about. Um mm. And certainly after kind of, um, you've had the baby, um, my thoughts will turn to, uh, mainly fatigue really. Um, because as you will know, fatigue dominates a lot of your life. Um, and you know, it's not kind of just, Oh, I'm tired. I'll have a nap. You know, everything's better. It's kind of, you sleep, wake up and you're still exhausted. And I think that's kind of, if I was to Sort of express what I would be worried about. That is my kind of area where, when he's here, that you know, how will I cope with uh, with the fatigue? And you know, I've been told that because of my fibro that, um, and hypermobility that healing may take a little longer post birth. Um, and obviously, I feel quite a lot of more pain with fibro, um, and for example, with my hips and things like that because I can't do um, kind of hip kind of move my hips very far that I'd have to kind of explore um ways of being able to give birth differently so there's a lot of factors to take into consideration um obviously everyone's uh unique and everyone's different but um it is not kind of just pregnancy's not plain sailing anyway but add chronic illness into the mix it's uh it, yeah it's 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 a whirlwind
0: so um if there's anybody else in the position of sort of trying to conceive or they're thinking about trying to conceive, um, what advice would you give to them bearing in mind that with the chronic illness yeah. and, and that side of things as well?
1: Um, very good question. Um, I think what I would I would go, go with is one, talk to uh, your doctor, obviously, uh, if you're kind of planning on wanting to get pregnant talking to your doctor and getting as much information from them as possible. Um, You have to obviously be careful what you read on the internet because some can and can't be true. Uh, But also do talk to others that have um, been through it or talk to others um, that kind of can give you um, uh, more support. And I think that's part, part of the advice I would give is also is making sure that you have a good support network when you're gonna go into this because there will be a lot of ups and downs. Um, and, you know, having a good support network of your family and friends and those that understand your your chronic illness uh, will really help you pull through because if you're going through the kind of trying to conceive journey um, and, you know, you, you month after month, you're not getting the kind of pregnancy test result that you want, um, you know, it, it's, it's extremely hard. So I would say going with as much knowledge as you possibly can before, if you have the option to start conceiving. Um, but also know that um, there is nothing wrong with, um, sh- with, with struggling um, with chronic illness and pregnancy, because it doesn't mean that, you know, you're weaker than those without chronic illness. Uh, it just means that we have other factors to think about that others wouldn't normally.
0: Definitely. And how what have been your main
1: um things that have supported you throughout your pregnancy? Um, so main support has probably been my friends and family, majority of the time it's my husband. Um, I think finding a partner who understands your chronic illness inside and out is like it's like landing a gold mine. It's you know, it's 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 a lot. Um I would probably say that and to be honest. I'd probably say it's it's mainly been just friends and family because I've tried to find people like tried to find um, kind of other people on Instagram. I've tried to find other related stories, and I have really struggled with that. Um, and you know, obviously, it's, it's no reflection on my friends and family, but I have felt almost uh, alone in in that in that aspect of, of chronic illness because there's no where to go, there's nowhere to turn to to talk to others that have been through it.
0: Mm. and and that's one of the things that i noticed this year is all of these people are getting pregnant and i'm following their journeys and i'm so excited for them but and they all talk about different aspects of pregnancy they all talk about the ups and the downs with different aspects but i haven't really seen anybody other than you with the chronic illness Mm -hmm. to the extent that you do um and it is it is interesting for someone who is hoping to get pregnant over the next few years. Yeah. It's something that I'm constantly thinking about. And I know I have conversations all the time with other people who are in similar positions mm. as me, who it's a worry of theirs. Of what mm. What's this going to do? Trying to conceive itself is, is yeah. highly stressful. Absolutely. Never mind actually getting pregnant and going through it and yeah. the higher risks and, and all of the rest of it. And I think it's a conversation that needs to be said
1: more in the online space percent um and that was exactly my position before i was pregnant i i mean i've always wanted children and probably from the age of 16 when i was told that because me and my husband have been together since we were 15 and it's, we've always wanted children and over the course of the past 10 years literally every day all i would think about is you know um you know when i have children in the future what is it going to be like and then obviously as you get more diagnoses they kind of dash your dreams, but actually just because you've got a chronic illness, it does not mean that you cannot have, you know, a good pregnancy and, and you, you can't uh, conceive because, I mean, proof of that, <laughs> I um, managed to conceive naturally, uh, which is a miracle. And um, it, it's extremely hard. Um, and what what's I found uh, actually is at the beginning uh, when I was pregnant, kind of literally just found out. Is obviously the worry of things. You know, you have the anxiety of what's gonna, what's gonna go wrong, or um, and things like that. On top of what's happening with my chronic illness, is it gonna flare up? Um, am I gonna be able to go to work normally? Am I gonna be able to do this, that, and the other? All those kind of day-to-day things that people do. Um, as I said, you know, fatigue uh, increases um, more than, more than normal with a chronic illness. You know, and, and, and the pain and things like that. And, um, certainly also mental health as well, um, with it, um, obviously those with chronic illnesses, you know, um, do have mental health, can have mental health issues obviously everyone, but, um, fr- from dealing with that. And, um, when I went to the doctor and I kind of, you know, expressed my concern over what was going to happen with my chronic illness and, you know, my pregnancy and things, it was very kind of, uh straightforward talking as you you said it's oh well you know you'll probably be fine you know nothing to worry about Uh, and that was it you know uh, it's a bit like when you get your diagnosis of a chronic illness you're literally given a leaflet and told to go on your way there's so there is
0: a lot of support out there but at the same time there's maybe not the right kind of support that we actually need um and talking to others as you said having that support network of people friends family partners but also people who are on the online space and who are going through similar things you have no idea how incredible that is to have when you can just like you know someone who's going through the same thing and you can just bounce things off each other and go through it together It's so much more beneficial it to is, you.
1: It is absolutely a hundred percent. And when I began my chronic illness uh, Instagram account, when I was connecting with all these different people, it was like, wow, there are other people that are like me. There are other people that can relate to what I'm talking about, and it's just it's comforting, it's reassuring, um, and it makes you feel less alone, which you know is the best feeling you know uh, in, in the world. And that's why um, you know I want people that are listening that. If they are pregnant or thinking about it, you know, that um, have chronic illnesses too, you know, don't be afraid to to reach out to me or to, you know, if you can find other people that have, have, have been through it. Because having that kind of uh, relation to those, um, to what you're feeling, what you're going through to kind of bounce ideas off uh, will will really pull you through.
0: Mm, absolutely so obviously you're in your third trimester yes. and you're due um in a couple of months yes. um what sort of advice would you give to someone who is is currently pregnant and is maybe feeling lonely as you said before who's struggling and all their symptoms are flaring? what what would you say to them to help them get through the next few months it's a very,
1: very good question um i think that's probably the advice I'd probably give is probably what I need to be telling myself to be honest. Uh, and that is, um, you know, what's pulling me through personally is obviously knowing I'm going to have him at the end of it, you know, keeping the eye on the end goal. Um, and kind of when I say, when I tell myself it's not forever, I don't mean obviously my chronic illnesses, but, um, I keep telling myself that, um, you know, pulled through this pregnancy and after pregnancy, you know, um, hopefully that my symptoms will die down um and if you're pregnant and you know you're kind of what you know feeling the same that um without comes across quite kind of straightforward talking but dealing with on a day-to-day basis is the reality of obviously what we have to do um and if i had to give advice to those that are in a lot of pain at the moment is to keep going, um, and to keep your eye on the end goal, uh, and to create the, the network. Talk to your, to your friends and to your family. Even if they don't have chronic illnesses, they will be able to provide support and reassurance because there's a lot of doubt in your mind at this point um, about you know a lot of different things, and they will help to to reassure you. And um, my husband, you know, obviously doesn't have chronic illnesses at the moment. I'm talking to him every day about how I'm feeling um, and, you know, just sharing, even if you're talking to, um, you know, for example, if you just, it sounds silly, but if you're doing a YouTube video, and I'm sure sure if you found this, Amy, but when you're just talking, even if it's just to a camera, getting the feelings off your chest can make you feel a thousand times better. Mm, definitely i mean sometimes i like record instagram stories just <laughs> because i have yeah. feel like i need to say
0: something oh, yeah. and actually it is like a release in in some sort of way mm-hmm. and and i get that journaling anything yeah. of sort of actually speaking out loud or writing it out mm-hmm. can really help you
1: process all of everything you feeling. 100 that is that is exactly it and i am definitely someone who's a closed book and i have a habit of keeping this to myself because um and that's another part of chronic illness is is that i think a lot of people with them don't want to bother other people and they think oh, i'll just keep it to myself i won't bother everyone cuz i don't want to come across as you know uh, attention seeking or like stealing the conversation or boring but actually that's you know far, further from the truth and um you know just talk to as many people as you can get that network uh, in place um, especially post-birth as well because that is going to be crucial when you've got a human to take care of and you've also got to take care of yourself um, as well. Amazing
0: so is there anything throughout pregnancy that has surprised you obviously it's your first time yeah, yeah. Uh, first time mum yeah. has anything come up that surprised you that you weren't expecting?
1: Um, I think one um, I'm just uh, kind of um, you kind of have this new appreciation when you're pregnant to your body and think, Oh my gosh, (laughs) how is it growing a human? Um, but I think the, the, the pelvic pain and the back pain, um, I've always had back pain, but I think the pelvic pain really caught me by surprise. I wasn't expecting that to kind of happen. Um, and, um, just how quickly your body changes. Um, and knowing that, um, you know, my body is going to, my body is, is, is going through pregnancy and dealing with all the, you know, the, the chronic conditions, um, you know, makes me think that my body is, um, really, really strong in terms of, you know, uh, um, being able to get through that. And I think that's what's, that's really surprised me is how my body has actually dealt with it. Because I think before you do anything in life, you never have how it's going to happen. Um, what's going to happen with it. And now, um, you know, I've been pregnant for nearly thirty-two weeks. I'm kind of just taken back by basically how my how my body has has coped. And you really do think before you before you get pregnant with a chronic illness, you think you won't cope at all, um, and that there's kind of it's like impossible. But you know, it really isn't. And you know, your body will adapt, and you will have flare-ups, of course. But you know, your body is is a is very clever, and um, you know, you you will get through it.
0: I love what you said there about um, how you start to look at your body in a, in a different way. And that's, that's yeah. another thing with chronic illness, body image is so big. You're yeah. constantly like your weight is always fluctuating, especially yeah. with the hormonal type chronic yes. illnesses like PCOS, things like yeah. that. How, how has your um, outlook changed? Yeah. Can you
1: just go into yeah. that a little bit more? Yeah, so um, I've always had body dysmorphia. I've had obviously as a, a history of uh, anorexia when I was younger for about seven years. So when it came to pregnancy, uh, weight gain was obviously uh, at the time was, was a worry and things like that. But you know what, when you're, when you become pregnant, all you want is for your baby to be healthy. And it, it takes away this kind of uh, worry that you had um, about, you know, oh, does my body look good and this, that and the other. And you just kind of, for me, I've just kind of forgotten that and just thought, you know what, my, my body is growing my baby um you know I can wear what I want to wear without having to kind of you know think oh how does that look and one thing I told myself before when I got pregnant was not to weigh myself because I think um there's a big emphasis on don't gain too much weight during pregnancy or you know that kind of thing and not weighing myself has been a, a huge blessing because it's meant I focused on how I'm feeling, how my body um is kind of functioning rather than you know, weight, weight gain. Um, and was concerned actually when I got pregnant that, you know, my midwives and things like that would kind of pull me up on, you know, weight and things like that. But actually they didn't. And all they want is, you know, um, for your, for your baby to be healthy. And it really does, you, you kind of look in the mirror and as you do after your shower, you know, and all that kind of thing. And, um, you, I just I am in awe of it. you know you look at your bump and uh, you, you feel amazing, because you're doing an extraordinary thing, your body is doing an extraordinary thing. And for me, what I've thought to myself is, how can I hate or how can I think bad of my body when it, it's doing such a beautiful thing?"
0: Mm, oh that's beautiful i absolutely adore that so one last question um what is one piece of advice that you would give to somebody who is in a similar position to you where
1: in terms of kind of um
0: in chronic illness and pregnancy just maybe you sort of this time last year or what was what's what one Um, piece of advice that you needed to hear
1: one piece of advice i needed to hear was um there will be doubt there will be really uh you know you'll have bad days you also will have really good days and it's the bad days that will make you stronger and you need to um keep your eye on the goals that you want and do not give up because on days when you're having flare-ups on days when you've gone to see a specialist and it's not been the news you wanted there are always ways to achieve what you want to achieve and don't let um you know one piece of bad news or don't let a bad day kind of throw you off your, your end goal because ultimately you know you will get there and being chronic illness sufferer does not mean you cannot have um a chance of being a parent
0: that's amazing i think um a lot of people will find this episode so so useful um no matter where they are in their yeah. journey whether they're not pregnant pregnant have yeah. newborn um mm. whatever it is i think this will be really useful um, so thank you so much for thank coming for on me. Before we finish, where
1: can people find you if they want to connect with you on social media? So um, I'm on, so I have two Instagrams. I have a personal and I have um, a normal one. Um, So my um, handle for my Instagram is um, a troubled body. I've actually forgotten my handle for my personal one. I think it's just um, Charlotte Shingler, Um, but mainly on Instagram is is where you'll find me. And um, on my chronic illness account especially is where I post kind of my journey
0: amazing i will link all of that in the show notes below for you so thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for listening to this episode if you loved what you heard please do let me know by taking a quick screenshot and sharing it on instagram stories tagging me at chronic glow i appreciate you so much and i cannot wait to see you in the next episode